1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. My cost along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. It is the open week, and I know the players are off, but on this Tuesday, I'm Got a pretty good feeling. You are not off, and I know you've been working out some players. And it's uh, maybe it's not work as normal, but it's a uh, it's still work right now. Correct?
3: Yeah, it is. And, and um, yeah, we've got some things that we can do this week. And, and look, part of that is you know uh, taking a hard look at ourselves uh, as well as our next opponent.
2: I think when Dennis talked about last night. And there was three kind of themes that that, that that stuck out, and they're all kind of intertwined, but they've all kind of struck at different times, and that's kind of missed opportunities, inconsistency, uh, and the ability to finish, right? I mean, those three things, and you can pick different games at, at different times, but those three themes have, have been part of your issue, correct? Yeah, I, well, I
3: think – I think each week it, it there are some things that are common, um you know, from week to week and there's some things that it, we've improved significantly on. Uh and then there's some new things that, that crop up and I think I think the last few weeks defensively, you know, we've we've struggled in the first half of these games. Uh um and uh, yeah, I don't have a real answer for the why behind that. Um so we've got to get that fixed. We've got to figure out, you know, why we're starting slow and it's taken us a while to get settled in defensively. I think offensively, over the last five or six weeks, we've improved pretty significantly in a lot of areas. And yet, I look, this was a game in the first half where um, we, we took a little bit of a step back, uh, even though there were some good things. We moved the ball at times, but, again, we had, you know, some misalignments on uh, a couple of occasions, and we had some penalties in a couple of occasions that stopped our progress. So um, those are the things that have to get cleaned
2: up. And it, it, it's it's a team thing, right? I mean, because you could say, wow, the defense gave up 21 straight points in the second quarter. Well, the offense only had it eight plays in the second quarter, and two of those were punts, only 22 plays in the first half. So it's you know it's a chicken or the egg. The offense didn't play very well. In the first half, which put the defense on on the field a lot. I mean, it's a little it's a little bit of both, correct?
3: Yeah, it's certainly both. It's you know, it's always a complimentary game. Um, look, the defense was having trouble getting stops. They were, you know, the the uh, offense. Listen, they they did a great job. Let's just acknowledge that they played great. They had a great game plan, and they executed it. Um, you know, about as well as you could, particularly in the first half, and so. Their their drives were you know long drives um, you know a lot of plays keeping our offense off the field it's hard to get in rhythm offensively if you're not on the field right and then when you do get on the field if you're if you're you know only running three or four plays before you have got a punt it, that that's not a recipe for rhythm um, so it's it's like I said it's a complimentary game and and uh, that's the part of Consistency that we haven't been able to find is that that game or games or stretch of time where you're playing really well offensively, defensively, and of course, uh, uh, complementing that with, with good special teams play. And that's that's what we're struggling to find. Uh, but I think it's in there.
2: Yeah, it's clearly in there because we've seen it, right? I mean, it's not like it's not, you know, it's just about the, the consistency. And then what happens, and, and this is not, you know, you know, this. But all of a sudden at halftime, uh, you're, you're down twenty-four-three. So, it's not that the game plan has to change, but it, it it does a little bit just from a from a tempo situation. You you are able to run the ball. I mean, all things considered, uh, pretty well. But things do change when you're down twenty-four-three.
3: Yeah, agreed. Um, absolutely agree that, that you know, you always look for positives in these. In these games, when you watch watch the tape afterwards, you're looking for things that you can build on, as well as things that you have to correct. And you know, one of the things that was positive is that I thought our our base run game was was pretty good, um, maybe the best it's been um, this season. So that was positive. I thought our protection, for the most part, was good. You know, particularly against a team that there's a lot of a lot of blitzes, a lot of exotic pressures, um, some of which we didn't handle, but but. Uh, a good portion of which we did. so um, those are those are the kinds of things that that you know you pay attention to, um, not just the thing the mistakes you make, but but also the uh, the things that you did well.
2: And every loss is different, and you can't compare season to season. but I, I for whatever reason, i I think back to that Tampa loss last year on the road, and it was a completely different game, but it was after that point, you, you didn't have control, and, and it, it felt like it, it changed things. And and this, right now, I mean, because of everything, you're 5-5, five and five. you've had six of your first ten on the road, um, you are leading the division, uh, you still control everything that you want to do, you still have every goal that you had in front of you at the beginning of the season in front of you, it's just a matter of you know what? What do you do with it now, right? I mean, how, how do you how do you how do you take this this bye week? And I feel like we've said hit the reset button before, but you know, it's 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 everything's still in front.
3: Yeah, that, look, that's right. Um, look, we're in a, we're in a race to develop consistency. We're in a race to um, figure out some of the issues that have plagued us, and and we're also in a race to get you know to recover. Um, in terms of, you know, getting your bodies back, getting in the right frame of mind, um, all the, all that, you know, goes part and parcel with each other and and uh, and then be ready to go on Monday um, and focus on Atlanta.
2: Yeah, you and I have talked, you know, this season during this show, was kind of, cause remember, Tampa had the very first bye week available and we said, well, when, you know, what's a good time? I don't know, maybe a week five, you know, you never know. And then as we've just finished week 10, it feels like, you know what, week 10 and week 11 is a pretty good time for a bye week considering that this team has been relatively healthy. Uh, But just given the situation, this is a good time for a bye week. Well, you know, it's it's what I said. It
3: feels like, you know, whenever your bye week is, that's a good time to have a bye. (laughs) That's what it feels like. At the same time, though, I always feel like with most teams, when you – put on a poor performance, and let's just face it, that was a poor performance on our part. You want to get right back out there, right, and prove that's not what your team is. So there's a little bit of that um, feeling as well. So, But the fact is we've got to buy this week. We've got to take advantage of it. Um, our players and coaches and staff, we need to take advantage of it. We need to um, um, get focused and, and, and reset, as you said, for – these, these last uh, seven games, and and make the most of it because the opportunity uh, is there for us. It's, it's the opportunity to win the division is there. The opportunity to to achieve all the things that you know we set out to achieve at the beginning of the season is available to us, and it's up to us.
2: This is the Saints Hour. Got to take a quick break. Mike Coffs along with Saints Executive Vice President Mickey Loomis, we're back after this on the Community Coffee.
0: So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
2: Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Haas, along with the Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And as we talked about in that first segment, and that is, as you look at the film and you look at at looking for some positives, uh, let's talk about A.T. Perry initially. Mike Thomas gets hurt early after just, I mean, he took some tough. Those hits he took were were hard on his first uh, two catches. So you get this young man who comes in who's been active, but he hasn't really caught a pass, and then, He catches the 23-yarder, which was big. And I remember talking a lot at camp about A.T. Perry and the ability to make some contested catches. And I don't know that he can have a first touchdown more contested than his was uh, in Minnesota. Yeah,
3: look, that was was a spectacular catch. Here's here's one thing you can't coach, and that's the height that he has. Um, You know, he's he's a long – uh, tall receiver. Uh, he's got pretty good body control for having it uh, in size, and and you know we saw some really good things in in the preseason that we liked. Um, he's still developing, uh, but he you know he's pushed into action uh, on Sunday, and I, I thought he responded pretty well. I think there was a there's another ball that he would tell you that he, he could have and should have caught, but but uh, the touchdown was certainly spectacular. Yeah,
2: uh, he's so tall. Like even I think Deuce might have commented, or maybe it was me that turned again. That he he didn't need to jump on one of those other ones. He he's so tall. He he almost didn't have to have to jump. But all, all, all that will, will will come with time. And another one was Lynn Lynn Bowden, who to me is just such a unique story to be a third round pick with Vegas, and for whatever reason didn't work out there. Goes to Miami plays, but then, you know, he sits out, struggles in 22. This is a kid who has not caught a ball until this Sunday since 2020, So when I was looking at kind of his stats, what did surprise me is that he's played in 104 snaps this year for you. And I remember a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about Lynn Bowden, and it wasn't about route running or making catches, but it was about blocking and really some of the things he does on the edge that, you know, rarely gets talked about unless – that on the edge is a holding call, which he hasn't. Uh, so he's been, you know, it was good to see him get that catch, but I know he's been very impressive on the edge uh, and blocking.
3: Yeah, you know, Lynn has been a nice surprise for us this year. Um, we liked him coming out of college. He's, he's one of these, uh, you know, jack-of-all-trades type of football players. But I, I think, you know, look, since, since we've had him, he's been a great teammate. Uh, he does a lot of the dirty work um you know on offense at the receiver position on uh, special teams. He he's just he's just a good football player and a good guy to have around and he he's better I think offensively in terms of you know catching and run after catch than 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 the opportunities that we've given him would dictate. So it's it's good to have Lynn uh on the home here that uh you know he can have some good years with us.
2: And perhaps what happens and maybe this is you know, we saw this earlier this year with like a Jordan Howden who was kind of forced into action. Marcus May was out, and then Marcus May was was injured. And he seemed to have benefited such a great deal from that that I almost don't consider him and I know he still is a rookie, but if for whatever reason A. T. Perry and Lynn Lynn Bowden and some of these guys get some some snaps. Now Bowden's not a rookie, but but Perry is. It's just, in the end, seven weeks from now, six weeks from now, you've got a better football team because these guys are getting some key snaps, uh, you know, in in real games.
3: Yeah, look, there's there's certainly a developmental aspect um, when these guys are forced into action um, due to injury. You know, you're hoping that you you can kind of trickle that Experience in so that they they uh, they develop, but sometimes they're put. You know, you're pushed into the deep end of the pool, right? You've got to sink or swim. And and um, you know, I think At Perry certainly swan, swam, swam this uh, uh, last weekend, and and Jordan Howard uh, certainly did as well.
2: How much of this time this week, not so much for the administration and coaches, will be about players' bodies healing? I'm not talking about. Uh, Derek Carr, Mike Thomas, and and Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, news like that. Well, we just gotta wait. You know, we just we didn't. Well, you can't tell me hey, Tuesday that will take some time. But for the rest of this team, how important is? I mean, training camp July 26th, and now we're you know middle of November. Yes. What their bodies have been through. Yeah, I
3: I think this is where the timing of the buy uh, plays a factor is that, man, we're, we're 10 weeks into a season here. So um, I think, you know, rest and recovery is probably more important in week, you know, week 11, which is what this is, than it would be at week five or six. Um, you know, there, there's a mental recovery as well, where you just need to kind of step back and step away from it. Um, but I think in terms of the physical Part of it. This is where, again, you know, we're week eleven. I think it's really important for our players to, to you know, rest their bodies, get get recovery. Uh, it doesn't mean they do nothing, um, but it does mean that they get recovered and refreshed, so that you know when they come in Monday, they're they're raring to go.
2: And the NFL, you know, they 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 know what they're doing in some in some respects. Atlanta is also off. So you'll have kind of this LSU Alabama thing where you're both off heading into, uh, you know, the next game after Thanksgiving. Good gosh, it feels such a long way away, uh, you know, in Atlanta where you actually have, have played pretty good football in recent years. And this, this begins, you know, a very crucial stretch of seven games all against the NFC for division, but. Here's the difference, and as opposed to the f- opening 10, four of your, of your final seven are in Caesar Superdome, and that, that, that's a good thing to say.
3: Yeah, that is a good thing. Uh, listen, we, we got a rivalry game against a division opponent, and I'm sure that Atlanta looks just like we look at it, like they have control of their own destiny because even though they're uh, a game behind, they've got two games with us. And so they look at it like everything's in front of them, all their goals. Um, are full and they look at it as an opportunity just as we do and so it's going to be a dogfight, and we've got to be uh, prepared and ready to go um, come that Sunday.
2: we got to step aside, take a break. This is the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Lewis. We're back after this on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: Welcome back. This is the Saints Hour. Mike Haas and Saints Executive Vice President Mickey Lewis. It is the the Open Week. So uh, will, how will you or uh, you know uh, Jeff Ireland, Mike Parenton, Kai Harley, h- how do you guys treat this week? Because I know you've and I don't know what you can say or can't say. I know you've had some 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 players in. H- how do you guys treat this week as far as getting away from it yourselves?
3: Yeah, I look at I- I think for us, you know, that's less important. Uh, You know, we've got some tasks that we've got to do this week, but, you know, it'll be a little more relaxed. We won't uh, have to go home at 7 o'clock at night or 8 o'clock at night or whatever, you know, Um, and, you know, our guys will get a few days off, a few extra days off this week. But but we're still thinking about, you know, football, our roster, you know, what can we do 24-7, and, and, uh, um, yeah, that doesn't change.
2: Um, It's... And, you know, we say any given Sunday, we, we, need, we need to include any given Monday as Denver rolls into Buffalo, wins 24-22 on a, on a last-second play. Denver once 0-3, oh, now 4-5. and five. And we, we all, you know, we, we on one side are happy that Sean does well, but we don't want him to do too well because the second-round pick is, uh, is involved in there. But that was, a you know, I mean, first off, it cost Buffalo their uh, offensive coordinator – um, but I mean, it's just, it, it's, it was, a Denver has seemed to have turned it around.
3: Yeah, look, that was, a um, that was a fun game to watch last night. Uh, I felt like, um, and listen, I know that, that the worse they do, the better our pick is, um, but look, we've, we've got so many, you know, connections, people that have, uh, that are in Denver that uh we know and have been with us and and so i i personally root for them to win um i want them to do well because i know what it means to to not just sean but but all the guys on that staff that are with us i was glad to see we well, let let's get a second chance to make that kick uh, and win the game for them um so that w- that was uh, yeah that, that that outcome was was uh, good to see it's good to see them bounce back from that start um and and get themselves back into the
2: hunt. Gosh, but can you imagine I, I know there's a call that, that at least Coach Allen said drives him crazy and it happened Sunday and that's you get a big defensive sack and and down the field in a in in in, in an area that has nothing to do with the play, there's an illegal contact, which quite frankly you could call every play if you really, really wanted to and then last night, twelve men on the field. I mean, if there's just this, these kind of things that happen, it just got to drive, you know, GMs and coaches just, just you know, crazy.
3: Yeah. Um, look, twelve men on the field. That, I mean, that's pretty clear. You shouldn't, you know, shouldn't do that. And that, that's a penalty. I think what drives you crazy are, are calls that you may not agree with. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and sometimes you don't agree with the rule, and sometimes you don't agree with the call. So. I'll just leave it at that. Right,
2: you know it's 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 as you look kind of at just the overall standings. This year feels a little different. I felt like we started this season with like these apparently these elite teams, right? The Miami, the San Fran, the Phillies, and, and the Buffaloes. And you look now, I mean, the four and five, five and five, five and four, six and three, six and four. I mean, that, to me, that's a pretty tight bunch. I mean, with seven games to go, eight games for some, so twenty of the thirty-two teams are that four and five, five and five, five and four, six and three, or six and four. That's a that's a tight bunch. A lot of things can happen. I mean, uh, between now and in January
3: seventh or eighth. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's the NFL every year. You know, there's this there's this thought or expectation that there's you know this group of elite teams that can't be beat, and then there's a group of teams that can't win a game, and that's just not the case. I mean, the margin for error, the margin of victory, um, the things that you have to do to win a game—it's uh, just so close in the NFL. And and uh, I think you know we're seeing that demonstrated. We see it, you know, every week. We see you know Houston with a rookie quarterback, you know, running off a string of wins that are you know improbable, and and and. Uh, I think they beat Cincinnati this weekend. I don't yeah. think anyone would have guessed that. Um, so that that's just, and that's why that's why you know these small details, these little things, you know, twelve men on the field at the end of a game, um, you know, a penalty that 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 uh, you you don't commit that 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 makes all the difference in the world. It's a difference between winning and losing, and, and it it's uh, the kinds of things that we have to look at. And look at ourselves and get cleaned up. And and um, you know, it, it's it's looking in the mirror and saying, "Hey, I've got to be better in this particular area." And that's every individual. That's not just it's not just our players. It's a, it's the personnel, people, all of us. Hey, what can we do just a little better to eliminate these these small things that are keeping us from winning?
2: And finally, Coach Allen talked about. All right, so here we we have this stretch run, really seven games after the, the bye week. Uh, you went through it last year, where you were kind of like you went through, you know, after the Tampa game, and it was like I don't know if you, I, I can't, I don't want to say that you treated every game like a playoff game, but you know, it, it felt somewhat like that. I mean, because you've went through it, because you went through this situation last year, not similar, not exactly similar. But because you went through it and played pretty solid football down the stretch, uh, kind of the same mentality with the seven games remaining?
3: Well, I mean, I, look, I understand the reference point, but every team is different. You know, every team is different. And I think, you know, when you get into these stretch runs, you, you're you not building character, you're revealing it. Um, and so, Mark, and, and the character of our team will be revealed over these next six, seven games. And and um, man, I believe I believe in our guys. I believe in our team, our coaches, um, our staff. You know, but we, you know, we we've got to demonstrate that uh, in these last seven games and see where it takes us.
2: Well, we will find out uh, this week. Off San Francisco will be taking on Tampa Saints and Atlanta. Both off and then in Atlanta. Uh, The following week, week 12, and we still don't know whatever week 18, uh, you know, is going to be, when that is. But we know it's Atlanta, but that's really all we know. Uh, Take some time off. I appreciate your time as always. uh, And thanks for joining us, and we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you, Mike.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.